Hey, it's Friday High Day, June 8th, 2022. We have a lot of stories for you today, including some state update information for New Jersey, South Carolina, Montana, and Arkansas, another update on Brittany Griner's situation, and a criminal who tried to flush 50 pounds of weed down the toilet. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The office of New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy has just posted a reminder notice on their website that as of July 1st, medical marijuana patient residents in the state will no longer have to pay taxes on their medicinal cannabis. This elimination of sales tax for medical marijuana patients was signed into law in 2019, and it was on a three-phase system, going from 4% tax to 2% tax, and now this month being the final phase of no taxes. Jeff Brown, the executive director of the New Jersey Cannabis Regulatory Commission, said this process was done so that patients could spend less on their medicine, further ensuring patients are prioritized over recreational consumers. The zero-tax plan was part of a bill called the Jake Honing Compassionate Use Medical Cannabis Act. The act was named after a seven-year-old boy from Howell, New Jersey, who used medical cannabis for several months before dying of cancer after a five-year battle. The Honing family says that Jake's legacy lives on with the state's medical cannabis legislation. In addition to removing taxes, the act also raised the monthly limit of medical marijuana from two ounces to three. New Jersey is currently home to about 130,000 medical marijuana patients. Republican Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina is the sponsor of the States Reform Act, which was introduced in Congress last year. The States Reform Act is a proposal to decriminalize cannabis and hand regulation over to the states, similar to the way alcohol is regulated. After a contentious campaign, Representative Mace has won the South Carolina 1st District primary race, against fellow Republican Katie Arrington, who is anti-cannabis legalization and backed by Trump. Arrington publicly accused Mace of being high and said she should take a drug test. Obviously, the voters disagreed. Mace ran her campaign on promoting cannabis legalization and veterans' rights. She was able to raise twice the money that Arrington did and won the primary by a large margin. Mace said that winning the primary, despite being attacked for supporting cannabis legalization, shows that the only place that cannabis is controversial is in Washington, D.C. If Mace is able to secure the win in November, she has high hopes for her Cannabis States Reform Act passing. She said she feels her bill is the only bill that could attract enough bipartisan support to be passed by both the House of Representatives and the Senate. Montana's recreational adult-use cannabis sales began this past January. Sales numbers have grown incrementally, with June showing the sales numbers soaring to their highest yet. The state's Department of Revenue reported that adult-use cannabis sales in Montana totaled more than $17 million for the month of June. When the adult-use sales began on New Year's Day, there was reported 380 dispensaries across 29 counties in the state. Republican Governor Greg Gianforte signed the initial legislation with the plan of using some of the funds generated to combat substance abuse. And so far this year, The combined recreational and medical sales have generated nearly $21 million in state tax revenue. 
Cannabis activists in Arkansas say they've collected more than enough petition signatures to put a cannabis legalization measure on the ballot this November. The group Responsible Growth Arkansas planned to officially submit the signatures today. The measure they're backing is to create a state amendment which would allow adults 21 and older to purchase and possess up to an ounce of cannabis. Home grows and expunging of records is not addressed, though. Several other groups have also tried to collect enough signatures for a legalization measure on this year's ballot, but it looks like the one from Responsible Growth Arkansas is the only one that will qualify. Supporters of some other campaigns, Arkansas True Grass and Arkansas for Marijuana Reform, have raised concerns with the proposal by Responsible Growth Arkansas, though. They say this measure would favor existing large cannabis businesses that are already in the state for medical marijuana sales. So some of the other activist groups say that they might try their initiatives again in 2024. This week has been the start of WNBA star Brittany Griner's trial in Russia for bringing two small cannabis vape cartridges into their country. She faces a potential 10 years in prison. Yesterday, according to Routers, she entered her plea of guilty and said, But there was no intent. I didn't want to break the law. And she also added, I'd like to give my testimony later. I need time to prepare. Earlier this week, on Independence Day, President Biden received a handwritten letter from Greiner asking him to help her and other American detainees, writing, Please do all you can to bring us home. In response, President Biden called Greiner's wife on Wednesday and assured her that the U.S. was doing all that it could to secure her release. In Russia, 99% of all cases end in a guilty verdict. Even those very few which are acquitted can be overturned. In addition to this fact, the Russian government has stated that they wouldn't even begin to consider discussions over releasing Greiner or potentially doing a prisoner swap until her trial is settled. It's possible that her guilty plea was a way to expedite the trial so that negotiations could begin. Russia has taken a hard stance against any form of cannabis legalization. They opposed the UN reforming cannabis policy. They condemned Canada for legalizing it nationwide. And they've said North America's efforts to legalize are of serious concern for them. The U.S., for their part, has legitimate concerns that a prisoner swap could lead to more Americans being seized by Russia on trumped-up charges. One top Russian government spokesperson alluded to the fact that the United States' position on this matter is rather hypocritical, considering cannabis is still illegal at the federal level. Russian Foreign Ministry spokesman Alexei Zaitsev said, Arguments about the innocent nature of Griner's addiction, which, by the way, is punishable in some U.S. states, are inappropriate in this case. A special task force, some U.S. marshals, and a local sheriff's office worked together to serve several warrants on a man in Georgia on Tuesday of this week. When they arrived to serve the warrants and search the property, the man in question began trying to stuff marijuana down his toilet. This tactic has surely been tried before, but what made this case unique is that the officer said he had 21 kilograms of cannabis, which is roughly 50 pounds. If you've ever seen a pound of cannabis, you know it's a rather unlikely amount to try to stuff down a toilet, let alone 50 pounds. Kind of makes you wonder what he was thinking. In addition to the weed, they also found a handgun and about $16,000 in cash, so he's currently being held without bail. And while it's crazy to think that someone would even attempt to flush 50 pounds of marijuana down the toilet, he's not the only one to try something so absurd. Exactly one year ago in England, a man was caught trying to stuff whole cannabis plants into the bowl and flush. He obviously wasn't able to, and showing that they had a sense of humor, the UK police tweeted a photo of the cannabis plants in the toilet bowl and captioned it with hashtag weed using 10 E's and 
Hashtag not all drugs flush. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on the mnewsnow.com. Later.